Hi, and welcome to the Cake Adjacent Podcast, a once-a-week update on all things food, family, community, gardening, whatever. We call it Sidecar. If it has to do with the rituals around food and holidays, making food or taking it places, or remembering what we were eating during important times in our lives, we'll talk about it here. I am your host and bestie, Jen Coleslaw, coming to you from the solar suburbs of Northern Virginia. Happy New Year, friends! It's the first day of 2024, and I already have so much to tell you. First, as I am writing this, it's kind of sort of snowing. It switches off to drizzle rain, but now and then when I look up from my writing, I see a little wet snowflake. And you know what? I will take it because I love snow so much. It's been a pretty good day so far, and therefore a pretty good year. We had French toast that I made with Trader Joe's brioche bread and, of course, real maple syrup and butter because I'm not a heathen. And then we went to Lowe's to try to get a bird feeder pole, which honestly do exist, but not here in Northern Virginia. I got Ben one of those bird buddies for Christmas. Uh, anywho, we got a fence post as a temporary measure. And then we went to PetSmart and I said, Happy New Year to all the kitties that are up for adoption there. And then we went to Walgreens for a few items. And I went in while Ben sat in the car. And while I was in there, just kind of poking around at all the Christmas stuff that was 60% off, a bunch of county police officers came in, like six of them. Well, you know me. I'm going to want to know what's going down at the Walgreens. So I kept looking like I was looking at stuff and I perked up my ears and it seems like there was something or someone in the Walgreens bathroom for how long, I don't know, but long enough for a customer to alert management and management to call the cops. Now, my heart sank because I know what is going on when someone is in a store or a Starbucks bathroom for way too long and not answering people knocking and calling to them. But I cannot for the life of me understand why cops were called to a pharmacy and not an ambulance and why a key wasn't located and some Narcan, a goddamn pharmacy for dog's sake. And so I brought my two rolls of discounted wrapping paper and my deodorant and my two bags of lint balls which were also 60% off, to the register to pay. And the cashier looked like she was going to cry. And I thought I was going to cry. And I went back out to the car without knowing what ultimately they would find when they opened that door. And I said a little prayer to the universe that whatever or whoever they found when they opened that door was at peace now. I'm hypersensitive to these things because that could have so easily been my father so many years ago. I come from a long line of addicts and drunks, and I'm lucky that I didn't go down that path myself, but I have a lot of grace for those who do. And when I hear from people around me that drug addiction or poverty should be criminalized, can you tell I spent some time on next door this weekend? I get all amped up. I used to be mad at those people who couldn't get their shit together, feeling like they were weak or cowardly, these people who can't stay tethered to this world. 
But here's the thing. I know how hard this world can be. I know how painful this world can be. And I just don't want people to suffer if they don't have to. It takes a lot to realize that the world is too much. And who am I to say that they're wrong? Anyway, the rest of the day was figuring out why the bird feeder didn't have any birds at it. If you're not familiar with the Bird Buddy, it was a Kickstarter from a couple years ago that's basically a Bluetooth bird feeder with a little camera in it so that you can take pictures and watch live streams of your bird feeder and share the pics of the birds with other birders and it identifies the birds at your bird feeder as well. And it's pretty fantastic. But here's the thing, it only works if you put bird seed in the bird feeder. So now there's bird seed in the bird feeder and I'm watching my phone when I could actually be looking out the window, but whatever. Technology, am I right? And speaking of birds, we went to Southern States uh, the other day, Saturday maybe, and got a big bag of bird seed and some suet cakes. But I hadn't put the suet cakes out yet for the birds because I need to secure the suet cake holder because uh, the squirrels and the raccoons keep stealing the whole thing. So yesterday I'm making my list of things that I want to write about for today. And I'm watching Yellowstone for the third time because what a crazy show that is. That is really just a whole show full of white conservative male grievance, but I digress. And I hear Pete just howling that crazy panicked meow of a cat that is hurt or lost or having some sort of neurological event. And then I hear this thump, like something had hit the floor and I jump up convinced that he has just expired at the, in the bedroom. And I start looking for him and there he is at the foot of the bed, looking up at me, having dragged a suet cake through the living room, up the stairs, down the hallway, and into the bedroom, yelling the entire time before he finally dropped it. I do not know what he was thinking, but I gave him some kisses. I took the suet cake away. I made him some soup, which is that fancy tiki cat moose cat food for old cats. And then I put some warm water in it and some Miralax because this is a guy who needs help moving the mail. Flash forward to today, and I'm watching more Yellowstone because clearly I have some sort of obsession with the show, despite it having almost zero redeeming characters. And I hear Pete yelling again. And sure enough, there's the suet cake and Pete on the stairs. So this time I put the suet in the feeder and I uh, put the feeder outside. Okay, so that was our day. Uh, if you're wondering um, what I came up with for New Year's resolutions, and while I don't really believe in giving, our, giving ourselves more pressure, because, I mean, I think a lot of times we're our own worst critics, um, and we let other people be bad critics, and, and we don't need that. We need more grace. But I do like to set some goals. Um, and so here are mine in random order. Become ungovernable. 
This one is the sequel to last year's Wake Up and Fight. It is going to be a year of making sure we are not asleep at the polls, that we're not letting other people write the narrative, that we aren't becoming complacent just because we're fat and comfortable in our middle-class suburban lives. This year is going to be a hard year, people, politically, um, and we're going to have to show up for it. And um, we don't have to negotiate from the middle. And I'm sure that I'll have lots to say about that in the next nine months, but just we got to do the work. Okay. Resolution number two, eat more fruit. Um, this one is pretty self-explanatory. I would like to eat my weight uh, in Sumo Citrus. Um, I have started by getting a box of um, Sumos. I also got a bag of Cara Cara oranges at Trader Joe's and blood oranges were at Trader Joe's this week. I got 15 pounds uh, to make blood orange marmalade. And you know what? I know I said I was going to do that last year and I didn't, but I'm going to, I feel like I'm in a better place this year. So let's see if we can't get that done this year. So we'll put that under eat more fruit. Okay, number three, let it go. I am going to work harder at taking things less personally, releasing on things that were never meant to be held forever, or things that were never meant to be mine in the first place. That's going to be a hard one for me. Um, I put a lot of, of emotional... I don't even know what you call it, emotional weight on things, on processes, on, I don't even know, stuff. And, um, and, and sometimes it's, it's other people's things that I, I get attached to. Um, and and it's I, I gotta stop doing that because it's it's heartbreaking. Um, number four, travel more. I'm not sure how that will manifest. Um, I think that I would very much like to uh, put together a scone and cream tea tour of England, Scotland, and Ireland. And who wants in on that? And finally. Uh, my fifth uh, is make more noise. And I'm not sure how that will look or sound, but I'm sure that I will figure it out. It might not be making noise with my voice because I sang at church on Christmas Eve and the whole next day I was in agony with this issue from my jaw. So until that gets sorted out, I may not be um, doing a lot of singing, which is probably fine. No one really needs to hear me sing. But um, I think there are a lot of ways we can make noise, and I think that um, I'm going to make some noise. So what is on your list of resolutions? I mean, don't be too hard on yourself. I mean, when in nonprofit, when we write our annual reports, we just look back on all of the things that we accomplished, and then we tell you about them. And so when we're putting together our resolutions for the next year, we should really be looking back on our 
list of accomplishments from the previous year, our personal list of accomplishments and, and our professional accomplishments too, if you want to lump those in and, and use those as a foundation for what we're going to do in the, the following year. So, um, you know, no matter how shitty last year was, I know there were some good things that happened. I mean, I got rid of most of that goddamn bindweed because of the big sewer dig out silver linings a tree fell on the house but we got to fix all the windows in that room as a result a crazy golden retriever fell into our laps and now we're part of a really special but absolutely lunatic laden group of golden retriever people and i'm loving it um and that's just a just a tiny smidgen of awesomeness um that was in a year that i really thought was awful but there, there was, there were gems in that year, and I'm sure that no matter how awful your year was, there were moments of grace and moments of wonderfulness, and a day when it snowed. So just hold on to those things and mark them in your calendar, so that when you do your annual report at the end of the year. You remember that there were some good things that happened. Not everything is terrible. And I know that's so ironic coming from me, but there you go. Anyway, so I think we've started off the new year pretty well, and I hope that you have too. So let's get to the food holidays for January. By the way, I have mentioned on the Patreon and on the Twitter that I am building my own food holiday um, which will include the the ones that are sort of um, standard food holidays, but we're going to add some more food holidays in. And the Patreons get the first pick of days. So if you want to get on the calendar, you want to pick your birthday and your favorite cocktail, this is a great way to immortalize yourself or someone special or your favorite drink. Um, Patreons get first pick. Okay, so starting off with month-long holidays for January, it is Bread Machine Baking Month. And I have a really nice bread machine, and I'm hoping to get more use out of it. I can make one loaf of bread, and I'd like to use it to make more loaves of bread, and actually use it to make bread dough and proof it for different kinds of bread, like focaccia. I would really like to become like the focaccia queen of Manassas. Um, I really just need to carve out time to learn new things, like bacon bread and pasta making. I have a pasta maker too. I'd like to make fresh pasta. It's also candy month, national candy month, which is an actual month and uh, not one that I added, added to the, to the calendar. Although I may add another candy month to the calendar right now. I feel like I am eating my weight in Hershey hugs. I seem to be craving sugar like mad for some reason. Maybe it's the weather or after the holidays, or my medication is being weird. I don't know. But I am craving sugar like mad for some reason, and I feel like I really need to lay off the candy because as much as I love candy, too much of it is not good for me. Um, so uh, everything in moderation. January is also National Egg Month, the incredible edible egg. I love eggs. Um, 
I think I love eggs pretty much in every form. Um, although poached is probably my least favorite uh, egg. Um, and I think I would like to learn more about that weird egg thing that Jen and Ingo have that takes the top off of what I think is a soft boiled egg. Cause that was really cool. Um, my grandmother and my auntie Ethel used to make soft boiled eggs and we had these teeny little spoons that we would, um, eat the soft boiled egg right out of the shell. And I like eggs, soft boiled eggs. And since my, I'm not eating anything chewy or crunchy or anything that is causing stress to my jaw, soft boiled eggs are probably a good choice. Anyway, speaking of eggs, did you see in the news a couple months ago that the increased egg prices from last year actually had nothing to do with inflation or bird flu and everything to do with price fixing by scumbag companies? And that reminds me that gas is under $2.99 a gallon here in Northern Virginia. So thanks, Joe Biden. It's also hot tea month and I drink tea every morning sometimes two cups, and it is Yorkshire red with milk and sugar. And in the afternoons, I love lemon ginger tea with honey or mint tea with honey. There's really only one tea that I don't like, and that is any variation of Earl Grey. I am just not an Earl Grey person. Uh, it tastes like I am drinking potpourri, uh, which is disgusting. Um, but when I was in college, I loved those smoky teas like Darjeeling and Oolong. Uh, but I find I really don't drink them so much anymore. Um, but they're such good winter teas. Uh, anyway, continuing on with month-long holidays, January is meat month. And that's pretty generic. So, I mean, that covers a lot of meat, like all the meat. Uh, ben and I had a nice little tiny filet. Um, that's one of the nice things about really cutting back on your meat is that you can get like a four ounce filet and share it. And that's more than enough meat for two people. Um, so that's what we had for New Year's Eve supper. And I feel like it was the first piece of red meat that wasn't a cheeseburger from McDonald's in like a year. And it was pretty good. Uh, I'd like to say it's because I'm eating a more plant-based diet, but the truth is I'm just barely eating anything other than yogurt, cottage cheese, pudding, and coleslaw. Oh, and that uh, takes us right into oatmeal month. And I love oatmeal. I should eat more oatmeal, actually. It's a good breakfast food, um, and I need to eat more calories, and that would be a good way to get more calories. Um, I love to put it, um, like to put maple syrup on it and uh and a little bit of milk um i'd like to put some nuts in usually walnuts and some raisins or whatever little pieces of fruit i have hanging around here's the thing though i am not an overnight oats person because i think that's just weird moving on it's also national soup month and here are my three favorite soups in order chicken noodle Really, chicken with kind of anything, stars, is fine too. Um, chicken dumplings, chicken dumplings. Uh, corn chowder, 
love corn chowder and cream of tomato. I love cream of tomato soup. Now, not only is it National Bread Machine Month, it's also National Wheat Bread Month. And finally, after all of that bread and meat, it is also Prune Breakfast Month. So there you go. Now, on to this week's food holidays. Today is Bloody Mary Day, and I mentioned on Twitter that I had a friend that made the best Bloody Mary mix, and he shared the recipe with us um, before he died a few years ago. And we always talk about bottling it up for holiday gifts, and um, I think it's on the list of things to do. I th we did it one year um, while he was still alive be a nice way to honor him. Seems Justin. It's a good egg. He had a hard time during the pandemic, um, like a lot of people actually. And um, he suffered some losses and he could not remain tethered on this earth. It's also Apple Gifting Day, and I've never been able to get to the bottom of why we give apples on January 1st. Does anybody know this tradition? Because I, I was not able to um, figure this out, although, to be honest, I didn't look that hard. But this is why we need to make our own calendar, because I could at least make up a backstory about apple gifting. Tuesday, January 2nd is National Cream Puff Day, and I am 100% in favor of cream puffs. In fact, I even love those frozen ones that come in little tubs at the grocery store, the ones that are either cream puffs or eclairs. Um, those are so good. Now, a very important day in January is Wednesday, which is chocolate-covered cherry day, and I think that it was last year that I sent all of those chocolate-covered cherries and chocolate cherry candies to Genji, and then one of the dogs ate them all while she was traveling. And I think it was either Grok, but it might have been Remy. Um, and we never got to have our chocolate-covered cherry taste test. Um, and I think if we replicate that, we'll have to do it, um, you know, maybe where there are no dogs because between her dogs and Ladybug getting into all of the, um, the candy from Valentine's Day, I mean, clearly dogs plus our chocolate is a recipe for disaster. Anyway, National Spaghetti Day is on Thursday, and that is always a good day because who doesn't love spaghetti? Um, nobody. In fact, you know who loves spaghetti the most in this household? Pete. Barney, Pete's brother, also loved spaghetti. And I think it's an orange cat thing. Like, I know that was like a whole Garfield thing that he loved lasagna. But it is absolutely a truth in this household that orange cats, all the orange cats I have ever had, and I have had five orange cats, and they have all loved spaghetti or lasagna or you know, red sauce and noodles, whatever it is. So I think it's clearly an orange cat thing. Um, Friday is National Whipped Cream Day, which uh, I believe can pretty much go on top of anything uh, in my book. Maybe not meat. I don't, I don't think you want to put whipped cream on meat, but, you know, whatever. Um, but you know what day it isn't? It's not Cool Whip Day because Cool Whip is disgusting. 
um, and it's not whipped cream, and don't mix them up. Saturday, January 6th, is the day that Trump summoned thousands of people to try to overthrow the government day, and it is also Bean Day. But I'm not sure what kind of beans, so you can decide for yourself. Is it navy beans? Is it garbanzo beans? Baked beans? Magic beans? Jelly beans? But I do know what kind of people smash through the Capitol, defecating on the desks and the offices of elected officials and beating the stuffing out of police officers, despite being the back of the blue people. It's also National Shortbread Day, and I have a great little recipe that I've been wanting to try out. Um, which is macadamia coconut shortbread cookies. And I've never tried it before, but if it turns out good, I'll share the recipe. Finally, Sunday, the 7th of January is National Tempura Day. And I love me some tempura chicken and tempura vegetables. But I have had such a hard time finding it at any Asian restaurants here in Northern Virginia. And not only can I not get tempura, but I can't find scallion pancakes outside of Trader Joe's of all places. And I mean, they are fine from Trader Joe's. They're frozen. Um, but scallion pancakes made fresh are just so delicious. Um, if you never had them, you should definitely try them at an Asian restaurant. Okay, so that's the first week of January. I hope that wherever you are, you're warm and you're healthy, and you're looking through all your seed catalogs, and you're thinking about what you want to grow, and if you don't have a place or the inclination to grow, but you want fresh fruits and veg and flowers and eggs, maybe think about signing up for a CSA, which is Community Sustained Agriculture in your community. Uh, for Christmas, Ben gave me a six-week CSA that is just strawberries. And I'm so damn excited because you know how much I love strawberries. And it's through one of our favorite farm stores. Uh, out, out, kind of, kind of out by the vet's office, but really halfway to Alex's house. Okay, so I better get this recorded and uploaded before today becomes tomorrow. Excuse me, I guess I hiccuped. Before today becomes tomorrow. Um, so a reminder that I would love it if you shared and recommended the podcast while I don't have any sponsors or ads. I, I really, I mean, I joke about it, but I, I really don't go looking for those sorts of things because I don't want to clutter up the podcast. More people listening will bring more people to the Patreon and that's what supports the content. Until next week, I'll leave you with this. If you're a snow person, I hope you get some snow soon. I hope that you don't fall down a dark hole of depression this winter. Please reach your hand out and I'll grab it. And then ask yourself this question from my girl, Mary Oliver. Listen, are you breathing just a little and calling it a life? See you next week. <laughs>